Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. I do declare, here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drimbus. After riding out to Firefall Valley, Jessica and Barbara are attacked by a griffin. They manage to kill the beast and remove both its heart and head before riding on to the valley. In the valley, they see several dwarves and six griffins. After some intense combat and some clever thinking, they manage to either kill or distract all the remaining griffins and head on toward the entrance, which resembles a yawning dwarf's mouth. On the door, they read an inscription that says, The Shape of Justice, of Order and Chaos, The Brother, the Sister, the Dark, and the Light. I do declare, your honor is back in session. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey everyone, it is your friendly neighborhood GM, John Carlo Herrera here, and today I wanted to tell you about an awesome show called Looters. It is an actual play podcast where a hilarious cast of friends go on dramatic, action-packed, sci-fi western adventures in a universe full of different factions vying for control over the Outer Rims. I love a good sci-fi western mix, the cast is so much fun to listen to, and it's played on the Stars Without Number game system, which is really fun to hear in audio. I really think listeners of Drimbus would enjoy it, so please... Check out this trailer, and if it intrigues you, go check them out at looterspodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, enjoy. Hey, we're the Looters. Hey, what's up? Looters is a sci-fi western actual play podcast using the Stars Without Number system. We're a group of friends getting into trouble all over the universe. So come with us if you're into adventure. A rocket flies out of one of these ships far behind you and crashes into the wall and blows up. There's rockets? It's Mario Kart. Crazy. Intrigue. Can I hack into the body and maybe see if they have, like, a memory data bank in their brain or some shit like that that I can access? That'll literally. <laughs> Devastating physical injury. <laughs> Just uh, take cover. Okay. She's a good pilot, everyone. She's very good. And friendship. New episodes of Looters out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. You reach the large, yawning stone dwarf mouth. And as you approach the door, you see a horizontal section with three rotating panels. They seem to be displaying body parts, with one section showing the head, the body, and the rear. They currently lie a bit mismatched, not really displaying any single cohesive picture. The inscription above it reads, The shape of justice, of order and chaos, 
the brother, the sister, the dark, and the light. So I think that we have to turn all of the things so that it's just butts. You know, that is a great first instinct, but let me just read that inscription again, because, you know, sometimes <laughs> it just goes in one ear and out the other. <laughs> the shape of justice, of order and chaos, the brother, the sister, the dark and the light. I'm still here in all butts. I mean, I, I don't think you're wrong, but uh, what exactly is the rolling mechanism? It's like a little slot machine sort of mechanism. Like, a, okay, have you ever played like those tic-tac-toes at kiddie parks? Yeah, and you like twin them. Yeah, imagine that, but there's three of them and instead of like rotating them vertically, you're rotating them horizontally. Okay. So it's like, it's a horizontal bar, like a like a slot machine. Yeah, it's a slot machine trying to show you instead of three different images, like for Jackpot, you're trying to match up all the pieces to make one image. Okay. So the first section seems to be showing you a head of some sort. Right now, it it lies on what kind of looks like a bear. It's like a bronze imprinting. So, like, there's not that much detail on them, but there's rough shapes. So you see a bear. The second section seems to be showing you body parts, but that one is, like, not on an image right now. It's, like, kind of halfway in between stuff. Towards the top, you see what kind of look like two legs. At the bottom, you see what looks like maybe, like, a snake body. And then the last section seems to be showing you the rear half of the body. And that one seems to be stuck on what looks like a really thick lizard's tail, like a like a basilisk or something like that. And you could rotate it to see what other images there are. Okay, Jessica's gonna walk up to the image on the on the farmost left. Okay. She's gonna slowly kind of scroll through to see the different options. Okay, yeah, you start scrolling through, and as you look through the different bronze imprintings, <laughs> you see what appears to be probably a dragon head is the closest uh, you can get. It's it's kind of lizard-like, but big and, and solid. You see a lion head, some sort of bird, most likely an eagle, and a bear. Okay, so as just as that, Barbara's gonna go to the middle section and scroll through what's there. You scroll through and you see what looks to be like a snake body. Then you see two wings, two like thumbed wings. You got me no legs, just wings and torso. You see wings and two legs. So a torso with two strong legs coming out of them and then two wings coming out of the back. So one has wings, no legs, and one has wings with legs. Yes. Okay. And the last one you see are just two legs, like a, an animal body with two legs. Okay. Oh, oh, what? Okay. And then Jessica will move to the rightmost section and scroll through to see the options. Sure. And the last thing you see on that third panel are two legs with a strong lizard tail, just a lizard tail. So like I said earlier, kind of like a basilisk, like a big snake tail, two legs and what appears to be probably like a lion's tail and two legs with no tail. So the rump of something like a bear. Hmm. Okay. So just to make sure I got that right. Legs, lizard tail, lizard tail, legs, lion tail, legs, no tail. Mm-hmm. Wait. Great, great, great. Okay. And can I have that riddle again? <laughs> the shape of justice, of order and chaos, the brother, the sister, the dark, and the light. So would it be like a mix? Would it be like the griffin? Where it has like the, 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 the things for the legs, but then it has the other body, it has the eagle head. 
You want to just try and make a griffin? I mean, I think that's a, a good first shot, especially considering that there are griffins in the area. Mm. It feels like perhaps uh, that's that's somewhat of a hint that the universe has given us. So uh, I'll go over to uh, the left side and I'll scroll to the eagle head. Okay, so I'm going to scroll to wings with legs. And before we get to the final option, I would also like to use my second wind to regain some HP just in case something goes terribly wrong and I die. So mm -hmm. I'm just gonna do this, don't mind me. Oh, you just do your thing, lady. I'm just gonna go to the rear here. How does Second Wind look for a Warforged? Uh, it looks, <laughs> it looks like taking a seat, fanning myself, probably taking off my wig, combing it through a little bit, you know, doing what I gotta do to fix it up. Okay, it's not the first wig I've ever screwed up. See, you know, what I thought Second Wind would look like for a Warforge is she reaches into her purse, she takes out some bellows, you know, those like, uh, those things that, that you would use like in an old timey situation to like, uh, to fan like a, a like an old, like a steam oh, wow. engine thing. And uh -huh. like, she would just put it, put the nozzle in her mouth and just work the bellows, you know? I think that's what that's called. Well, that's in my other post, Jessica, so. <laughs> that's barbarian rage. <laughs> there you go. And uh, Jessica, in the meantime, is going to the rear, and she is moving it to the legs with the lion tail. Okay. I regained 16 HP, and I believe I am now at uh, 22. <laughs> that's one more than me. <laughs> Excellent. I think we're going to do just fine, hopefully. And as Jessica finishes bringing it to the other one, she, like, hops back yeah. <laughs> from the doorway. You hop back and nothing happens. Okay, well, Jessica actually looks to see like if the door also has like a button that you have to press. Jessica, roll a perception check for me. That perception check is a 14. Okay, you see no button, but what you do notice is up on the cliff side. Oh no. The three griffins that had begun eating that very first dwarf. No, 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 no. One of them seems to have grown tired no. and is now beginning to kind it's of- It's taking uh, a nap. It, it grew tired and it's taking a nap. Is prancing around. It's almost very cute, honestly. Like, have you ever seen when a bird like flies to like move about a little bit? Like it's uh -huh. kind of like hopping and like floating. Yeah. And it's just moving along the cliff side kind of surveying the area and it has not looked down at you but you get the feeling that uh it's looking around so uh do with that what you will and what do you want to do now <laughs> hey uh barb just just letting you know that the griffins are starting to get a little restless i think uh maybe we've got like a couple more tries and then like the griffins will notice us that's what i'm thinking okay okay that's that's all right uh okay just to confirm we did eagle head wings with legs for body. And what was the last one you did? I did legs, lion tail there. Legs, lion tail. If you look, see, see the lion tail. It's not just the legs. Oh, sorry. Oh my, how could I, I forgot to put on my glasses. Huh, silly me. All right, put my glasses on. Oh, oh, I see. And she pulls out different eye sockets and swaps them in. <laughs> yes. Okay, I see now. All right, so, hmm. I think it's probably some sort of different combination. So uh, now in my time with the boys, uh, Justice Incarnate visited a friend of mine, you know, Tamis. I don't know if you, I don't, I can't remember how many details you're in on here. Let's find out. Barb, huh. roll a history check with advantage. The first roll was a 21. Oh gosh, and the other one is a four or oh, a seven. It's a seven, so 21. <laughs> with a 21, 
You definitely know who Tamis is. Tamis? While you may not have always been aware of exactly what it was you were monitoring, Hagatha would always give you like key markers to look out for. And so you know that, you know, you were essentially Hagatha's data processing machine. You kept spreadsheets on a number of different agents. Jessica being one of increasing interest throughout the recent weeks especially. And that's why you had your mirror of Farsight at all. You would essentially sit at it almost like a guard monitoring CCTV to keep tabs on different agents. And yeah, you saw Thomas, you saw Gary, you uh, you even know about Ostrogon. Yeah. Now, uh, can Amanda ask, who's Tamis? Because I'm not there in the story. I have no idea. Uh, Thomas. Oh, Thomas? I heard Tamis. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's my accent, you know, oh, Tamis. Oh my <laughs> Thomas okay. Phelps and, uh, and uh, you know, Gary. Gary! <laughs> Gary Magbile. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Let's just do that. Take that one more time. Okay, we're good. We know we got it. Anyway, I didn't. I, he became acquainted. Uh, he was visited by uh, Justice Incarnate at some point, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bahamut. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, technically, I, I would think... Bahamut is uh, is the light side of justice, so I'm thinking maybe a dragon head here on the left. Oh, okay. But let me just read the the description here again and see if uh, if it, if it mentioned light or dark first. Ah, clever. The shape of justice, of order and chaos, the brother, the sister, the dark and the light. Dark then light, huh? Hmm. Okay, so you want to try? Okay, I don't know. You want to try? <laughs> you want? I, I think we could do what you said about Bahama, 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 Bahama boy, and put uh, the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys, uh, Tommy Bahama. We can put uh, Dragon Head Forest. Okay. Okay, yeah. And Jessica goes over and, and spins it to the Dragon Head. Okay. Okay. Nothing happens. So then, body maybe. We had wings with legs. Well, we had wings with legs. We have wings with no legs, uh, just legs or the snake bad. Sure, sure. I'm just thinking a dragon typically has, you know, the front and the back. I mean, it depends on the depiction of the dragon that you see, because, you know, sometimes dragons will just have a pair of front wings and only the hind legs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they have the wings and the front legs. It's a it's a very tricky situation. Well, what did Tommy Bahama look like? You know, that's a great question. Um, let's see if I remember by rolling a history check. You can roll a religion check with disadvantage. Oh, no. I would assume it's not uh, the lion one and the bear legs. So it's either... Uh, oh, no. Okay. Doesn't sound good over there. <laughs> religion check was a six. As far as you know, Tommy Bahama looks like a shirt. Great. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm thinking? I think maybe we just stick with the with the one we got, the wings with the legs on both ends. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that, I mean, we did that and nothing happened. So I would assume we have to change the end now. Yeah, I think and change the right, the right end here. Yeah. Which one do you want to... I mean, it's not bare legs and it's... I wouldn't assume it's bare legs or lion. So... What's the other hmm. one? We we have lizard legs, and then what's the other? Lizard legs. Just the lizard. <laughs> We've got legs with the lizard tail, or just the lizard tail. Okay, let's do let's do legs with lizard tail. Okay, and Jessica moves it to legs with lizard tail. <laughs> As you do so, you make the shape of a dragon, and the heavy stone door slides down. Oh yeah! Thank yeah! you, Tommy Bahama. Yeah! I've always, I've, I've, I love it. I love it. 
The scrape of stone on stone almost sounds like a giant dwarf's yawn as a passageway is revealed, leading deeper down... No, keep going, it's background music. Leading deeper down into the dwarf's body. At the same time, you hear a bellowy eagle screech as one of the griffins cocks its head in your direction. No, no, the door's open, we go. No, they don't get the roll for initiative. They don't get a shot. Okay, Jessica, put on the put on put on the Griffin head. Put on the head of the Griffin that we have. Put it on. Just put it on. <laughs> Jessica, without hesitation, takes the Griffin head out of the <laughs> evidence bag and like slowly forces it over her own head. Ew, roll for initiative. <laughs> okay, but come on, she's got to have some advantage now. Yeah, you know, you're okay. You guys can still take an action to try and keep it away from you. I just need to make sure you're doing it in the right order so everyone gets a turn. Okay, I, Barbara got an 18. And uh, Jessica got a 17. Oh, look at us. All right, Barbara, you're up first. As you see, Jessica begins to jam her skull into the <laughs> griffin skull. It's gory. It's gross. Of course it is. The eyes of the griffin begin to bulge out of their sockets. <laughs> I think it's a great idea. All right, Barbara's definitely going to help Jess like pull it on a little bit more. Oh, and I'm going to I'm going to pull out I'm going to pull out the heart that I took from the griffin and I'm going to just I'm going to like I'm going to wrap my arms around Jessica so I'm kind of like her arms, you know, so like mine are underneath her armpits and I'm going straight through and I'm holding the heart and I'm going to try and like pushing it like in and out to make it look like it's beating. So it looks like we kind of got a griffin here. You know what I mean? And and, and Jessica, and Jessica, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to push Jessica's arms out. <laughs> so it looks like wings and she moves her arms up and down. <laughs> Jessica, roll a performance check. I guess with advantage. <laughs> yeah, of course Jesus. with advantage. Look at her. She looks like a griffin. This is fucked. I've, I've, you've never seen a real griffin before? That's it. Natural 20! <laughs> Natural? <laughs> yes. The first roll was a 12, and then the second one was a natural 20. And now oh. you have to deal with it. <laughs> the griffin flies down to attack you. And as Jessica's eyes, like, look out the beak of the griffin head, the eyes are, like, dangling by their, like, stalks. The jaw has, like, the bones have been obliterated as you've crammed your head in here. There's a heart being pulsated and, like, blood is spurting out of it. Your arms are going up and down. Do you make a noise? For those at home, I was uh, also doing like a weird clapping thing. If anybody's seen Arrested Development, uh, I was being Job uh, imitating the chicken that gets him in trouble in Mexico. Thank you so much. Thank you for that interlude. (laughs) The griffin flies down toward you, and as this is happening, you can tell it's not even convinced by your performance, but it falls to the ground, and it just grossed out. It like throws up a little bit. And then, like, begins to walk away and looks back at you, like, with disgust on the eagle face. And just goes and lays down beneath a tree. All right, let's move. Let's move, Jess. I can't really see. Hold on to me and pull me in there. I gotcha. I gotcha. And Barb's gonna, like, pull her back in. Pull her back towards the, the, the entranceway of the thing. Okay. Thing. We're halfway there. We have been walking for 12 hours. This, this, this is the halftime ad with Nikki B.
just where do you think you've been? We've been worried sick about you. All night we waited. You're going to give your father a conniption. Honey, who are you talking to? No one, dear. We will talk about this later. Now you just sneak on upstairs and put on your pajamas. Oh my goodness, your brand new Drimbus sweater. It's all dirty. Good thing it's made of durable and comfortable material. Oh, I'll just... I'll just throw this in the wash. In the meantime, go put on either your Tony the Pony hoodie or your Florida Man hoodie or your 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 Honor hoodie. Here, take it off. <clears throat> Don't make a fuss. You're wearing your stylish and comfortable Drimbus t-shirt. It's not like your chesticles are hanging out. <sighs> and take off those beautiful Drimbus collection socks so I can throw them in the wash too. Thank you. Go put some water in your Tony the Pony Traveler so you can hydrate and go to bed. Look at that. Honey, can you bring the Drimbus Collection throw pillow up? My lower back hurts. Just a minute, dear. You. You look at the Drimbus Collection clock on the wall. Do you see what time it is? I never want you walking into this Drim house that late again. Leave your Drimus backpack by the door and go to bed. And for God's sake, I hope you were wearing your Drimbus face mask while you were out. They're so cute and they keep you safe. There's no excuse. If I catch you out there without it again, no more Drimbus stickers for you. And you know, I just bought the whole new collection from Drimbus.com slash merch. We have the Beyond Drimbus, Wasteland Drimbus, Tony the Pony, Florida Man Drimbus, Black Powder... Honey. Okay, okay, just go. Who are you talking to, honey? Oh, don't worry about it. The kiddo came home. At this hour? Shh. I know. I know. I talked to them already. We can sort it out more next half time zone. All right. My back is killing me. How about I read you a little bedtime story? That'd be nice. This is the story of all the patrons who help make Drimbus possible every week. So we'd like to thank them. Cherry Benetados went to Queso Loco who marched all the way to Victoria, Madrid, who sailed to Greta and Beignet, who then flew to Alejandro Lopez, who soared to Ace Andrews, who dug his way to Thomas Murphy, who swam to Emrys Craig, who then ran to Regina Russell, who walked to Morgan Holly, who crawled to Salty, who then teleported to Adrian Bundy, who then met Sam Olivos in a club with Jordan Cobb, who discovered the unnamed rogue, who assassinated John Gillette, who was married to Chloe G, who was the uncle-grandpa-brother of Con Air on DVD, and NB Star had to sue Stevie B. Keys because the doubtful guest was seen with Michael Richters on the show with Davis Walden and they lived happily ever after with Fina Moonstrider. P.
P.S. All those products we mentioned are real and cute and available on Dreamist.com slash merch. Now, get out of here. Your father is sleeping. I'll see you next week. You enter the large dwarf mouth, and you see a deep spiral staircase leading down into the crypt in total darkness. Mm. Okay, all right, Jess, hold on. And I'm going to start pulling the head off of her, and I'm going to take out that handkerchief and give it back to her so she can, you know, clean up a little bit. Oh, thank you. And uh, Jessica starts to clean up, really paying attention to polishing the bone crown protruding from her head and making sure that's nice and clean. She takes out her compact mirror, makes sure her hair is fixed, gets any of the blood and brains off of her face as she kind of like cleans up and then brushes herself off. I think I'm as presentable as I can be without uh, additional equipment here. Oh yeah, no, you look, you look, you, it's more the smell, but, um. Next time I uh, get some perfume, I'll make a nice whore's bath. Oh, <laughs> okay. And with that, uh, okay, well, it's, it's, it's pretty dark. Um. You wouldn't have to have like a candle or a torch on you, would ya? You know what? I got all sorts of stuff in this place. Hold on. I'm going to look into... Barbara's going to look into a purse. The DM is really (laughs) feeling real tested today. (laughs) I'm not expecting to find anything special, you know? know. Roll a d20 with disadvantage. (laughs) Okay. Jessica is also going to roll a perception check to see if there's, like, uh, any, like, torches that are, like, at the mouth of this uh, dwarf here. Okay, that was a 16 and a 14, so... 14. And Jessica's perception check is a 10 to see if there's anything, like, immediately around her. (laughs) I really wish we were doing this live so everyone could see your face. (laughs) He's, he's so, he's already tired and this is, he's tired of us. It's the second, it's the second recording session. Everyone, please. And this was supposed to be yesterday. (laughs) Now wait a, oh, actually, I have dark vision. (laughs) There we go. <laughs> I forgot. It, I haven't needed it, so I didn't really remember. And I was like, wait a second. I should check my features and traits there. All right. Barbara, you spot a torch, but you have no way to light it. Oh, uh, where? Where's that? In my. It's just lying on the ground. Oh, look. And I'm going to bend down and pick up the torch. And then Jessica uses the cantrip prestidigitation to instantaneously light the torch by snapping her fingers. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks, Jess. Well, shall we? And uh, Jessica, well, you still have the torch because I didn't take it from you, so uh, Sure. Do you want to hold the torch, Jess? Do you want to feel part of the group? I mean, no, no, no. I have the dark vision, so, you know, I'm if if you need the torch more than I do in, in the event that something separates us. Sure. Uh, I'm not saying that's going to happen. Like Jessica killing you. <gasps> Who said that? And it's going to look around. The griffin. All right. <laughs> And uh, let's descend, and Jessica will go ahead and go first. All right, and Barbara follows. The spiral staircase descends for quite a while. However, as you walk about 20 feet down, roll a dexterity saving throw, Jessica. Okay. Okay. Good thing I've got a minus one on it. And that saving throw was an eight. 
Okay, that doesn't quite do it, as... Yeah, I did not expect it to. <laughs> you take three points of damage as you trip a sensor and a blow dart fires into your ankle. Oh! Ow! Roll another dexterity saving throw. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, what happened? The dart got me. Who's dart? Ooh, this one was a 19. <laughs> a 19? Okay, you begin to stumble. It would have been a natural 20, but the minus one made it a 19. Oh, okay, I'll give you the net 20 then. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you roll a 20, I give it to you. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay, so you don't begin to stumble. Uh, you stand firmly on the stairs and do not even think about falling down them. And Jessica, like, reaches down, pulls the dart out, and she goes, Oh, it was this dart. Not the not the one you're thinking of. That's Dart McNeil. I don't know how much you know. Again, uh, we didn't really get time to catch up on everything, oh, but oh. I have a feeling you're fairly informed. I'm very much informed. Don't worry. Okay, just making sure. It's almost as if she spends her days at work listening to your adventures an hour at a time every Friday. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. All right. Uh, well, Jessica's going to use prestidigitation to create, like, a little rock in her hand about the size of her palm. And she's going to kind of, like, toss it down the rest of the stairs to see if anything happens. Okay. Roll a dex check for me to see how effectively you toss it down the spiral staircase. Uh, dex check is a 14. Okay. So here's what happens. You toss it down the stairs. You see it tumbles down about another 20 feet. As it reaches that second 20 feet, you see a burst of flame shoot out. <laughs> It continues to bounce down, and then you see what I'm calling a stair trap go off. Uh, it's like a bear trap built into the stair. From the step behind your foot and from the step in front of your foot, two spikes shoot out ah. and uh, scissor your ankles. And then it continues going down and trips a blow dart another 20 feet down, but it doesn't quite finish making it all the way to the bottom of the stairs. All right. Uh, it seems to me that there's about a trap every 20 feet. So if we just kind of skip that stair from where I am right now, every 20 feet, we should be doing okay. And with that, Jessica carries on keeping that in mind and skipping that step every 20 feet. Okay. You're 20 feet down right now. You have 80-ish left to go. So roll four dexterity checks for me. They're going to be very easy, but it's just to make sure you can hop the step safely. Okay. And Barb, roll five for me. Oh, okay. A 16. All right. So the first one was a natural 20. Okay, perfect. Barb, give me your next. Oh, a 19. Perfect. Jess? The second one's a 10. You're fine. Barb? That's a nine. Okay. Jess? The third one was a natural failure Ah! that was brought down to zero because of my minus one. You are about 20 feet from the bottom of the staircase, and as you go to step, you've gotten a little too comfy, Mm -hmm. and you, I guess, lost count, and step onto a tile, and funny enough, another blow dart shoots out at you. (laughs) And you take three damage again. Damn it! I lost count. Be careful of this one. Okay. I got an 11. Okay. And Jess, one more. My last one was a 14. Perfect. That one is an 11 again. All right. And you both make it to the bottom of the stairs. Oh, wow. And Bob's going to turn to Jess and put two hands up for two high fives. Come on. Where's the torch? (laughs) Don't ask. (laughs) Jessica quickly gives her two high fives so she can reclaim the torch from wherever it is. Don't worry about it. And the torch has been reclaimed. Don't 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 worry about it. It's flame resistant. Oh my gosh! And Barbara's gonna like kind of 
push the torch forward to see uh, what is ahead, if if she can. You push the torch forward at the end of the trap-filled stairs and find yourself in a large, open, very echoey chamber. At the foot of the stairs, you find the charred corpse of some entirely unidentifiable individual who appears to have been darted, lit on fire, and repeatedly bludgeoned to death until they met their charred fate in the spot you stand in now. I would like to check their body. Roll an investigation for me. Okay. 17. Okay, you find five gold. Wow. And uh, one unburnt arrow. Okay, I'm gonna just put that in my purse. Thank you, thank you. Look at us, Jess. Look at us go. Yeah, we're just absolutely kind of cruising through here. I know. All right. You want to keep moving forward? Sure. Was there anything else of note that you kind of saw in the cavern that besides this uh, corpse here? Uh, she can't really see, but Jess, your dark vision's about 60 feet, right? In dim light, I see with 60 feet as if it were bright light, and then in darkness as if it were dim light. Okay, so yeah. So 60 feet out, and then a little bit further beyond that, as far as you can see. You actually see in the center of the chamber is a large round pit of sand, bordered by stone with some manner of inscriptions on them. Looks like we got a sand puzzle coming up here. Do we have a stick to, like, write a word in the sand? Oh, Michael, we can use the bottom end of the toy. I hate sand. Let me go see what these inscriptions are about. I think I see something on these stones, and I get closer to read the inscription. Lead the way. You get closer, and it's a really big pit, pretty much, so you have to, like, walk around it to read the whole thing. The letters are big, but you read the inscription, Look in my face, and I am someone. Look in my back, and I am no one. Look in my face, and I am someone. Look in my back, and I am no one. Ha! You know what? I think it's a mirror. Okay. Because if you look in the front of a mirror, that's the face of a mirror. Yeah, yeah. Look in my face, and you see someone, you see yourself. Uh Uh-huh. Look in the back... You can't see nothing because there's there's no one because there's it's. Look in the back, you see Arya Stark. Oh wow. Okay. Well. Oh, I should write Arya Stark. No, no, you should not. No. And then you have to fight her. I have her stats ready. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So may I? And Jessica reaches out for the torch. Sure. Or would you like my short sword? Oh, it's whichever you prefer. Do you prefer a fine point, a ballpoint sort of? What, what do we? What do you? I, a finer point would be nice, I think. Okay, and I'm gonna hand her the short sword. I take the short sword and I write very elegantly in cursive "mirror" into the sand. Cute. Does anything happen? Mm, you write <laughs> "mirror" in the sand. Gosh. Dang it. Okay. I was so confident with that one. Okay, okay, okay. Jessica's going to investigate to see if, like, there's some sort of other mechanism going on and, like, see what she can kind of suss out more about this sand situation. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. Eight. You get the feeling that there's some manner of probably magic involved, as there often are with puzzles, but you can't quite suss out any details. Well... I'm guessing that you have to write in the sand. I would also like to investigate to see if we actually have to write in the sand. Mm -hmm. An 18. As you examine the sand closer, you realize that something about it is off in that it's... Whatever sand this is, there's something unique about probably its chemical composition. It doesn't seem like standard sand, like a... These seem to have been made uh, to facilitate some specific purpose, but you're not quite sure what. 
Bob is gonna touch the sand. Can I touch it? Mm-hmm. Nothing happens. No. But it's like, how does it feel? Is it good? It's better than sand sand? Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost like a little more brittle oh. than sand sand. Like it's finer and it okay. softer almost, if that oh. makes sense. Yeah. Oh, Jess, this is this is not even this is different. Touch it. Feel this sand. It's a little this doesn't feel like sand sand. Oh wow. This is very nice. I mean it's unmistakably sand. It's just sure, very sure, nice sure. sand. It's different. You know, this this reminds I went on a vacation with Frank to uh, one of the islands off the coast and you know the sand there was just absolutely beautiful. It was pink wow. and just the absolute softest thing you could feel between your toes. Oh my, that sounds lovely. And I'm not a sand gal, you know? So so I'm just saying there's something different about this sand, you know? Absolutely. Uh, you know, and on a hunch, Jessica takes out her hand mirror from her purse and she places it on the sand for a moment just to kind of see if anything happens. Nothing happens. Hmm. Okay. Well, it was worth a shot. And she takes the mirror back and, and puts it in her purse. Wait, now wait a minute. And Barbara's going to put a hand on Jessica before she puts the, per- uh, the mirror away. Like, now hold on. And now Barb's going to take out her mirror. Okay, so now we got two mirrors. And now I would like to put both mirrors in the sand. Okay, okay. Now, wait a second. Wait, before we put this away. And Jessica opens both hand mirrors that are, I'm assuming, little compacts mm-hmm. sort of situations. Yeah. Um, she's going to place one mirror side down and one mirror side up in the sand. Uh, it's cute. <laughs> oh, that's it's cute. It's cute, God says. Wow. Okay, well, I, it seems to have exhausted that kind of physical uh, situation. And Jessica takes the mirrors, uh, brushes the sand off them, and gives it back to the prospective owners. I think it's something to do with the mirrors, though. I think you're on the right track. I hope you're on the right track. And you said, okay, so you said it's like a, all the sand is like right in the middle, but there's, there's, there's these like... Uh, Surrounded by racks. Yeah, so can we... Are, are these like flat rocks? Are they walkable? You know? Yeah, it's like a stone molding. Okay. Like they're bricks, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So I would like to, uh, I, uh, Barbara would like to walk on the stones and go to the opposite end. Okay. Is this like the end of the, the cave? It is a big open chamber, and this seems to be the only thing. It's like right in the middle of the chamber. Okay, got it. So yeah, I would like to walk on the opposite end to see if there's like a wall on the back end mm-hmm. and see if that's where it finishes, and then would like to stand there. Okay. Okay. And I will also be opening my mirror on this end. Okay. Uh, Jess, maybe open your mirror on that end. Okay. She does so. You look good. Oh, thanks. I don't smell great, but I look good. That's what counts. That's what counts. And uh, Jessica, like, kind of rubs out the mirror. Um, sorry. Let me try that. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Jessica brushes aside on the sand to kind of erase the writing of mirror. Uh, What was that riddle again? Look in my face, and I am someone. Look in my back, and I am no one. So, uh, maybe it's more a philosophical someone. Um, Because, you know, they say uh, people are only someone because of their soul. And what in the face is the window to the soul? The eyes. Eyes are the window to the soul. And then Jessica writes eyes with her finger in the sand uh, in an elegant script. Does anything happen? The sand now says mirror eyes. I erased mirror. Oh, okay. The sand now says eyes. <laughs> okay. I, that's, that was the whole thing about rubbing it out and brushing it off. Oh, brushing the... I thought you were just 
you know. Oh my gosh! You thought no. I was just getting frisky oh in, the, in the in in the sand pit? No, 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 no. Okay, 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 okay. Barbara's gonna take a shot and she's gonna step onto the sand. Okay. Nice. Okay. Is it sturdy? My am, am I am I good? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Jess, join me in the sand. Okay. And Jessica steps into the sand. I feel like we should have like a bowl or something. I am looking in your face. No kiss. Oh my, hey, <laughs> hey. Thank you, but no thank you. I'm in a committed, well, we can talk about that relationship later. Anyway, I'm gonna open up my mirror, okay? And I'm gonna hold it up right between Jessica and I. So the mirror side is facing me and the back side is facing Jessica. Mmm, kinky. I would like something magical to happen now, please. Me too. Okay, all right. <laughs> Well, uh, hmm. are we sure it's mirror? I mean, mirror felt right. It sounded correct. Usually, when it comes to these riddle things, I'm pretty good at getting it on kind of the first try, and then sometimes I'll second guess myself, and that's when things go awry. But maybe I don't have it right, and or maybe I'm just second guessing myself. I don't know. <laughs> Did you have any other ideas? Um, I mean, if you superheat sand, it turns to glass, which could make it a mirror, but, uh... That doesn't seem right. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I mean, at this point, we could really try anything, huh? I suppose. Do you want to get off the, get out of the sand? Before and you burn it? Yes. It yes, I would. Yes, I would. Thank you. Okay. And Barbara's gonna get off the sand. <laughs> Jessica will get out of the sand as well. Mm hmm And then Jessica will cast her cantrip of firebolt at the sand. Do you want me to roll an attack, or? No. You cast firebolt, and... The sand very quickly catches fire in a very unnatural fashion as it spreads from grain to grain, rapidly gaining height and changing colors. The whole pit is covered in raging flame for a moment before it goes out. And where there once was a pit of sand, there is now a massive mirror. Okay, see, that was the magic we were looking for earlier. Jessica is absolutely giddy and just like kind of clapping. Going, I was right, I was right. Jessica, one more time, come on. And Barbara's gonna hold her hands up again. Come on, give it to me. Okay. And she casts Firebolt on your hands. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Jessica gives her two high fives. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it, love it. Okay, okay. And now we got a big mirror. Okay, well now we got a big, big, big mirror. <gasps> is that... Was that it? Do we just need the big, big, big mirror? So what Haggy, Haggy would have wanted the mirror so that we could do the, the, do the, the you know, the, the switcher, switcher room, you know? Well, we need the, uh, th there's a material. Sure. I, I'm assuming that this is, there's something more to this, I think. I'm going to stand on the mirror. Barbara's going to walk onto the mirror. All right, roll an acrobatics check for me. Oh, tits. It cracks and breaks. Oh, that is a 15. Jessica. Yeah? You just see Barb fall through the mirror. Wow! <laughs> Oh my god, Barb! Can you hear me? Barb? Barb? And, and I, I approach the edge and I look over the edge and look down at the mirror. Yeah, you look down at the mirror and you see yourself. Okay. But it said I look, I see someone looking. All right. I'm hoping that maybe I'm just going to keep looking. Uh huh. And maybe hope that Barb looks at the backside of the mirror and maybe something will happen. Barb, you fall about 10 or 15 feet. You land in a large room of black obsidian. As you look up from the ground, you find yourself face to face with an enormous, terrifying dragon skull. Oh, oh 
Oh, oh wow, God, you really had me there for a second. Good one, good one. I only peed a little bit, but it's okay. Well, it depends. Thank you. All right. Okay. All right. So dependable. That's why they call it depends. Did you know that? I didn't. I actually don't know if that's true. Please don't quote me. Depends. Please, no suing. I don't have the money. Okay, thank you. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Eh, not a sponsor. Thank you. Put that in the in the notes. All right. But yeah. if they wanted to be sponsors, they're more than welcome. To. <laughs> Jessica could make a real sexy depends ad. <laughs> oh, absolutely. If you're having a romantic evening, don't. the worst thing that could happen don't is an them. unexpected visitor. Don't give it to them now. Don't give it to them now. They gotta pay for it first. They gotta pay. They gotta pay first, okay? Never give it to them before they pay. Exactly. Buy it then if forced, at least. Okay, I'm in a room. Dragon skull. Mm-hmm. Obsidian. Obsidian? Yeah, the obsidian glass that you came to get. Okay. Okay. Wow. Like, the whole room is made of obsidian glass. Oh, my gosh. Now that's gorgeous. I'm literally just like maybe spinning in a little circle just to get a full look around the room and just like, wow, that's something. So you step back just a little bit to get a look of the entire room. Yeah. And you see the entirety of the skeleton. It seems to be a formidable sized dragon, at the very least a mature adult. However, something about the skeleton seems off. Roll a nature check for me. Okay. That is 17. So, you make out that there are actually two skeletons here. The adult dragon, and then lying concurrent with it is a griffin skeleton. <laughs> you see the avian head and four limbs, which give way to the strong feline back end entwined closely with the dragon's rear end. In fact, upon closer inspection, <gasps> it seems these two may have died in some manner of uh, coital position. Oh, how romantic. Anyways, the room has no immediate apparent exit and is full of odd angles, like when you break off a big chunk of glass and see the various wavy layers. Throughout the room are a number of holes in the wall of various sizes, like small tunnels. The bones you fell on are wrapped around an outcropping of the obsidian glass in the center of the chamber that seems ripe for capture. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna just look into my puss really quick. I think I have like an extra carrot left, and I'm gonna just try throwing the carrot up to see if it goes through the 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 ceiling to to mm-hmm. notify Jess that I am at least alive. Okay, so roll an athletics check for me. Okay. Well, that's a seven. <laughs> it doesn't quite hit the ceiling. It goes up. It gets close, and then it falls down. Damn it. Okay, okay. Uh. At this point, Jessica's going to gingerly kind of reach her hand and press onto the mirror. As you press onto the mirror, your hand goes through. And Barb, as you have thrown the carrot up, you see Jessica's hand phasing through the (gasps) ceiling of the room. Yes, yes, yes. Come on. Okay, okay. One more time. Come on. I'm going to try throwing the carrot, but now at her hand. Now directly at the hand. Okay. (laughs) That is a 16. Okay, you throw the carrot and it hits Jessica's hand. Jessica immediately yanks her hand back out and goes, "Ah!" (laughs) Jessica, you go to yank your hand out, but actually, once it's gone in, you can't pull it out at all. It's kind of stuck where it is. (laughs) (laughs) Something touched my hand. Oh, God. I don't know what the heck that could have been. And uh, Jessica's like, well, if I can't get it back out, And Jessica, with the other hand she has, she grips like the side (laughs) of the um, of like the rocks, 
that are surrounding the mirror, and she starts to lower her lower half in. Uh, Barb, you see heels, and then you get a full upskirt view as Jessica's lower half begins to come through the ceiling. Oh! Oh, oh my. Oh, good for you, Jess. Good for you. It's all... <laughs> wow. All of a sudden, it, I don't know how high the outcropping is, but I'm probably like, I think everything but my other arm, my left arm, is through the mirror at this point. And I look down and I go, oh, oh, hey there. Hi. Hi, Jess. Uh, looks like just, okay, uh, well, and then Jessica is going to like, kind of like, start to swing a bit so she can land in the middle. Uh-huh. Um, it catch me and she lets go oh my okay roll a joint acrobatics check oh my gosh jess mine was a seven i got a 15. all right jessica you flail about slightly inelegantly but barb actually manages to grab you by the heels and then kind of like push you up so that you're standing on her hands and then gently lower you so that you kind of do like a like a handstand and then roll upright I love the Olympics. And then I get up, and then I <laughs> do an Olympics gymnast finishing pose. There you go. And uh, present myself to the judges. I pull out a card that says 10. Oh, thank you so much. I couldn't have done it without uh, my coach here. And I point to Barbara. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, ah, it's nothing. Wow, to be the coach and the judges panel. I mean, this, this is some this is some rigamorous girl. Okay, okay. Anyway, uh, Jess. It looks like this is the obsidian that not obsidian, obsidian. This is the obsidian that uh that we were looking for. Oh well, that's convenient. Yeah. Uh, shall we start breaking off some pieces? Oh, I. Well, I suppose so. It just oh, it looks so nice. Doesn't it just look so nice, Jess? Yeah, it does look very nice. It's a it's a lovely uh. It has, a, it has a certain elegance to it, but, uh, I mean, we got a job to do. I know. I know. I just, I would hate for the moment we break something off for something else bad to happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, like one of those, uh, you ever heard of those stories? You know, where you're, like, running through a tunnel and then apparently a big boulder's coming at you from behind. And you're like, ah, boulder! <laughs> you know? I, I, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, I, I understand what you mean. Uh, I mean, we have our orders. Clear out the cavern. You got it. And with that, Barbara's going to, I guess, uh, start trying to break off some obsidian. From where? Oh, gosh. Um... It's all around us on the wall, right? Yeah. So you're almost like inside of a glass sphere. Mm-hmm. So like all around, you're kind of like, they're weird angles because they're wavy, but smooth, but also kind of like almost angular at the same time. Again, like when you break glass. So there's that one in the center of the room that seems like it'd probably be easier to hack at because it's more of a stalagmite as opposed to, like, digging it out of the wall. But you're welcome to try wherever you like. Yeah, I just feel like the one in the middle of the room is really trying to set you up for something. You know what I mean? You know? I just get that feeling. No, I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and just take I'm gonna take my short sword out and I'm going to use the hilt um, to try and start picking at the wall a little bit just to just to see. Just to see if that works. I'll tell you, just like physics-wise, it will take a little longer with the hilt. Okay, sorry. Let me use the blade. All right. Roll a strength check for me. Ah, jeez. Okay. Uh, a dirty 20. All right. Takes you about 20 minutes, but you start to chip away a good part of it. You can't quite get it out of the wall just yet, but you've begun to dent it. You've made some good progress. Oh, my gosh. Jessica reaches into her purse. She takes out a crowbar and says, let's see if this can help you. You have a crowbar on you? I, I have a crow In the adventuring gear that I have. There you go. <laughs> listed a crowbar. 
Sounds correct. Okay, so Jessica, you watch her work for about 20 minutes, and then you guys both decide to go at it together. Uh, roll a another strength check. I guess, Barbara, you can make it an attack using your swords modifiers. Okay. Jessica, let's say the, the crowbar gives you advantage. Okay. That's a 15. And mine's a 17. Okay, so it takes about another 20, 30 minutes or so. But between the two of you with Barb chipping at it and kind of creating more weak points and Jessica prying, you guys managed to carve out a nice, big, roughly 20-pound chunk. Wow. Okay. Now, she did say clear out the cavern. Does that mean, like, clear it out of all this obsidian? You quickly gathered that it would likely be impossible to carry this much obsidian with you. She might have just meant to clear out the skeletons, maybe. You notice that? You notice that? The, you see that? Oh! And Jessica kind of, for the first time, notices the giant skeletons. Yeah. Yeah, I think they were in the middle of something when they... Oh, oh my. Oh, yeah, look at that. You see the two ends with the... Yeah, it's something. It's... Never thought something so big and little could... I, 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 you know, the world's a crazy place, huh? It sure is. It sure is. I mean, I suppose we should... I guess that's clearing out the cavern of that... Should we, should we touch it? <laughs> yeah, I suppose we can try touching it. Well, hold on. And uh, Jessica takes out her mirror and she goes, Oh, hag, hagatha, can you hear me? Hello. The camera cuts to a lighthouse somewhere. We see a hag taking a nice big bubble bath. The mirror next to her on the bubble bath next to her glass of champagne begins ringing and she closes it shut. (laughs) No! See, this is why you have to give your underlings very explicit instructions. If you say clear out the cavern, you're (laughs) never... Well... I mean, Barbara, what do you think? Oh, boy. You tried calling Haggy? I sure did. Went right to... Right to... Mirror mail? <laughs> oh, I know. Listen, I love her, but she can't handle a mirror call ever. Okay? I don't even know why she has a damn mirror. You know what I'm saying? Don't tell I told you that, but I'm just saying. Anyway, okay, okay, oh, okay, okay. The secret's safe with me, dear. Don't you Thank worry. you. Thank you. Thanks. Anyway... God, you said there were, like, three different openings? No, okay, so there's no immediately apparent, like, exit out of here, but you do see a bunch of, like, holes in the walls. Like, tunnels, basically. Person-sized holes? Uh, some are smaller than others. Some are big enough to fit a person, some aren't. Okay. Well, I do have... Uh, no, wait, nope. No, I, I sure don't. I don't have that, I don't think. As you're contemplating this... You hear a hollow, ringing, scraping noise. Oh, no. Uh, It reverberates from one of the larger tunnel-like holes at roughly eye level. Suddenly, a flame bursts out from the hole. It subsides, and you hear a deep, gravelly chirp. Then... You see it. One thick, scaly talon. Then another. And from the darkness, you see glowing yellow eyes framed deep within scaly brows. 
it comes a little closer, and you see a green dragon's head. Oh, tits. But instead of a strong lizard jaw, it ends in a curved yellow beak. It takes you in for a moment from its hidey hole, turning its head quizzically, before it lunges out, extending its massive feathery wings and sturdy dragon's tail. You're almost stunned by the beauty of the griffin dragon. Dragon? Griffin? Anyways, it's coming at you with them talents, baby! Roll for an initiative! Damn it. Okay. <laughs> this has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Michael Pisani as Jessica Felcher and Amanda Fernandez-Acosta as Barbara. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. This episode was edited and sound designed by Giancarlo Herrera. If you'd like to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our after-the-show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. What kind of woman becomes a pirate? From the makers of Mockery Manor. Violent, insane, not at all comely, and they smell like a couple of dead badgers preserved in cheap rum. Comes an adventure on the high seas. Will you pay extra if I push a little harder? No, 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 please. I'm just a writer. I'm writing a book and I would like you to be in it. Inspired by the lives and loves of the pirates Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. You think you know me, Anne? Do you think I never got my hands dirty? Your mind's been so twisted, you think pirates deserve mercy. Did either of you ever meet Blackbeard? Everyone loves a rebel. They love to see him swing, too. Put your weapons away, both of you. Stop it! Oh, Anne and Mary! Fight like men! Or he'll hang like dogs! Starring Christina Bianco, Suze Kempner, Hamilton's Carl Queensborough, and more. Do they have tails? Somebody told me they have tails. I haven't seen a tail, your ladyship. The Ballad of Anne and Mary. Available now wherever you get podcasts.